Welcome everybody to the Nick and Laker Show. First time me and Bates, my man. Well, what's up? Jad. Habibi. Welcome to the show. Up, we have guys? our first pro, our first special guest, and we're going to talk about the World Cup. Welcome Jad, welcome Bates to Beirut, back to your home. Good to be back. Thanks Jad. for having us. Welcome, thank you for coming. Jad Khalil, uh, Lebanese pro, playing with Dynamo. Uh, trying out for the World Cup, hope you make it on the team. Intense things happening at the moment. What's going on with the team right now? So there's a practice, how do you feel? Uh, we started on Monday, it was the first week of practice, so you can feel the energy, the vibe, everybody's waiting for this. You have 16 players and only 12 will make the cut, so everybody is going at it, everybody is hungry and the biggest winner of this will be the national team and the people of Lebanon. Amazing, amazing. We're so excited, we're so excited you guys made it. And even though it's going to be really tough, we're so excited to see you guys play. Um, let's start off with, before we get to the World Cup, let's start off a little bit with a few questions about you. And I think it's a question we should ask every guest and know. Who's your team? <laughs> Who's, your team? <laughs> Who's your NBA team? I, I will have beef with my answer with both of you. But I'm a Celtic fan. Celtic fan. <laughs> <laughs> Since before 08, yeah, I didn't ride the way. <laughs> this just shows that there's nothing we're accepting of people. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Why are you a Celtics fan? Sarah, uh, my uncle lived, lives in Boston, and uh, we had this connection with Boston and he used to send us Celtic gear. My father, till this day, he only wears Celtic gear in his normal life, so. <laughs> so, so. So is it, you know, that, that was my question I wanted to ask is, where did your love for the game come from? Uh, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're uh, watched Allen Iverson that young. Yeah, and, uh, my father is used to be a coach. He's always into basketball, but uh, he had one rule that he didn't want to impose the game on me. So when I started watching Iverson, you know, the, all the culture that Iverson brought to the game, yeah. uh, I went to my mama and I said, like, I see my father coaching a lot of players. Why he's not coaching me? And I was like wow. five, six years old. And, uh, and that's when it started. Yeah, he knew I loved it. And uh, he didn't back down after he saw that love. We went all in together. and. Uh, we're reliving this career and this passion together till this day. Respect. That's amazing. I, I, I coach my kids. I try not to push them. Sometimes I go a little too far. Iverson is a great choice, by the way. Uh, it's Kobe, Kobe famously said if Iverson was about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, it would, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, nobody, right that's... Right yep. uh -huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the throw comes from <laughs> Iverson, Saraha. But... Uh, Let's not take Iverson as the no practice, no. <laughs> no that's a different. Uh, we, are, we know the, the behind the, the scenes stories. And For sure, yeah. And the swag, the swag of Iverson, the way yeah. he approaches the game. Uh -huh. That's uh, that's uh, that's what made me fall in love. Nice. So when you play in Serbia, we have um, you know a big fondness for Serbia, obviously with the Jokic championship. Why? Why do you think? Serbians are so into basketball and why are they so good at it? Well, first of all, when you enter uh, Belgrade, Nikola Tesla Airport, the first thing you see 
is the land of basketball. You know, that's what they want people to see to see them as, like people who live for basketball. But uh, Serbia as a country is like four or five million people like us, but uh, they have a nice way to approach sports. You know, water polo, volleyball, even basketball, they are international. They get medals in the World Cup and the Olympics. You know. The old Yugo way is uh, very tough, and they understood the art of basketball early on, yeah, 50, 60 years ago, and they're developing it. So it's cultural. Like, Anna, to me also it's genetics. Yani, height? Height, athleticism. Yani, I've seen the under-19 uh, 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 championships, and there's a huge difference between Europe and, and the West mm. and us. And we have good players, we have good solid players, but no. when you have um, يعني when you're born, average height in, in Lebanon for, for a guy is probably 6'6'1, that's the average. And the highest, the tallest, I think historically in Lebanon is probably 6'10, 6'11. Feed the TikTok new guy, he's like yeah. uh, 7 feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. First ever 7 footer Lebanese. He can't, he can't even, he can't play at all. I played against, we played against Lithuania. Our center was 203, 204. Their point guard was 196. <laughs> yeah, but this sorry, this is about also recruiting, and yeah, yeah. we don't go you know, the extra mile to f- to keep the tall people in the game. You, yeah. we, you don't, we don't give them a nice place to stay. Yes. So maybe we're not. Let's do enough, and then we judge. You know, right. the physical Absolutely. shit about. It's genetic. But coming base, I think it's unfair to say that about Serbia because. The Dutch are known to be super tall. They're not good at basketball. It's cultural. Like in Croatia, no, Serbia, Eastern Europe. Philippines, Philippines are extremely, like, if you hear stories of the 80s. Yeah, and, and they, uh, Jerry West went to the Philippines and the It's 60s, the, one of the three countries where basketball is the no, top sport. In exactly. The but uh, until they got the big guys like Blatch and these guys, man, they, they can't. There's genetic, yeah, they're genetic factors, but you can work on it. But it's they are working on it, Yanni. You can see now the new genes getting into Philippines, the Philippines basketball. It's a long-term project. It's Absolutely. not something that will happen uh, exactly. the next day, but they are working for it. And from 20 years from now, they're going to be there physically. I, I agree. You're right. Jad, um, I started watching you play from the beginning. Uh, I know a lot more than, than it looks like in terms of Lebanese <laughs> basketball. And uh, I was just talking off the air. I know you were one of the up-and-coming point guards with Wa'ed when Ali, Mahmoud, and Rodrigue were the top. And when you started, you were a pure point guard. Now we're seeing you playing with Lofton, sometimes off ball. Sometimes when Wa'ad got injured, they relied on you. Mm-hmm. Against New Zealand, sure. you had a big game in Beirut. They relied on you as a two guard. 100%. Uh, so where do you see yourself, Jad? Uh, you know, are you point guard? Or are you a combo guard? If you ask me this question two years back, I would tell you I'm a pure point guard. I would get angry if you would (laughs) approach me in any other way. But uh, uh, that's life. And also what you think you want to be growing up is different than what you actually are. And uh, I discovered when I went to Serbia, it was away from the flashlights, away from everything. I discovered this scoring ability, the scoring art that I have, and I developed it until I came here. And Coach Jad, you know, when I came back to Dinamo, Coach Jad really saw this, uh, you know, how sometimes my playmaking can give limits to my scoring abilities. So he just put me in 
like uh, a race, just go, give me the best scorer that I can see. And uh, he plays with me, and you can see sometimes I play the one, sometimes I go score on the two. Sometimes you play with Ali Mahmoud? Yeah, I played also with Ali Mazhar in the national team. Yeah. Sometimes I'm the one, Wael is the two. I think this gives me an uh, you know, uh, opening, another more versatility. Door, more versatility. More versatility. Uh, they say if you can play five positions, you are a unicorn. I can play two. That's Why nice. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I could have played more if defensively maybe I could guard bigger people. Yeah. But my size doesn't let me be more than a combo guard. Yeah, no, you do a great job. A rhetorical question. Uh-huh. Which uh, which group has which team has the hardest group in the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, can can the draw of the World Cup? Can I and Amir Saoud we were going live with someone yeah. watching the draw? We were the 32nd team that got its yeah. name called, yeah. and we were waiting the last three, and we could have a better position, but you know. That's life, yani. we're in a tough group. And I think it's uh, the group of death of this World Cup. Yani you have yeah. two medal contenders, Canada and France can both get a medal. And Latvia... Latvia beat Serbia, by the way. Uh, not with our full team, but, yeah. <laughs> but Latvia, yani, they are big up and coming. Yani, be Europe, yani. But you see the small European countries, a new way, it's CLA, it's our new way to teach basketball. Yani yeah. All the Scandinavian countries, all the uh, small European countries are taking this to try to compete with others. I want to talk a little bit more about your game. Maybe I can be a little critical. For sure. Because I was a big fan of Dinamo, a big fan of Jad uh, Hajj, a big fan of yours. And uh, are obviously, the team to beat and favorite. And I thought you had a great game one. You had an amazing game one. Yeah. And uh, I noticed uh, you have a great ability to play off the pick and roll and pull back up, pull out, step back, sidestep even, mid-range. And I think you are pretty fit mm -hmm. and you're strong and you have good finishes. And actually, if I remember correctly, what put you on the map when you first started was your no fear of getting in the basket. You had really high pick rolls off the bank and I've, I've seen you kind of shy away from that and take longer shots and maybe it's my opinion maybe maybe I'm wrong I like this opinion uh, my opinion is you know take a page out of what I just book maybe you off the dribble arguably are have a quicker shot than Wael but Wael doesn't give defenses a uh, a break. 100%. And, and why it, was it the length with Diop Reed? Was it the physicality of Riyadi? Because I think there was, you had the opportunities. Why, why did you not attack the rim as much as I thought you could? Yeah, uh, this is not an answer of the final series. It's a period in my career. It's been for the past two years when I developed, when my upper body finished its development. I was a late bloomer a little bit. So I discovered this uh, range that I have, and I kind of enjoyed it a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, in a way, I you know, favored it. I favored it because the feeling I get when I score uh, like a three-point or like a tough jumper, 
it's too much and it's like addictive and yeah. I kind of forgot my other girl <laughs> they're going to the basket but this year it was a wake-up call yeah during the season I noticed sometimes that I'm settling and it's part of my off-season program this year Interesting. because uh, also me as I entered the league very young and kind of my body made me shy away from going to the basket yeah and me as a person when i shy away i kind of stay where in my comfort zone but uh, finals got you exposed and <laughs> got me out of my comfort zone but, yeah, i'm not saying that as an, i'm saying that La, because for you're sure. capable for sure yeah, yeah. and since you uh, your inspiration was ai yeah, yeah and you should be comfortable being yeah, honey, you can, you can, you can <laughs> For sure, yeah, and you can see how like he said the beginning of my career where I was small AI, how, how to say AI powered. Yeah. I would go in, but then along my career, I started to shy away. But it's just something that you have to wake up, and yeah. uh, I think this uh, pod will keep it in my <laughs> subconscious. Yeah, it's all. I mean, basketball is a game of balance. Uh, For sure, Lillard would not be able to get open if he, if he wasn't a good ball handler, I guess, to the man. And attack, and sometimes yeah. Lillard goes in and dunks the shit out of it. So. Yeah. So, but I think it will open up so much more because I was pulling up without even thinking of going to the basket. So, just this switch will yeah. make Riyadh scared. <laughs> so, so base was talking about the World Cup group. Okay. Uh, I want to give my opinion on the World Cup group, and I think it is a disaster. Okay. But I love the attitude that the coach has, Coach Jad. I love your attitude as players. We have a job to do. And we're gonna go fight. And at the end of the day, guess what? It's one game. You have to win one game. You don't have to win a series, okay? And the most winnable game, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is gonna surprise you. I think it's France. This is the world I see. Okay. Wahid scores 30, Jad scores 15, Hyde makes five threes, Amir makes five threes. We shoot 50% from three. We pressure the ball, and we win by two points. If all of that happens, and I think, I think all, and and they underestimate us. If all of that and happens, and everyone plays the best game of their lives, and it can happen. It can happen. If it's not gonna happen in the World Cup, I don't know when it's just gonna happen. What are you waiting for? But if that happens, I think there's about, at best, a 78% chance of that happening of what I'm winning by two points. Seven, two, yeah, apart from everyone has the game of their life. What a nice pick of everyone has the game of their life. Yeah. To win by two points. Yeah. Maximum seventy eight percent. But wait a minute, what are we looking yeah, Because at? you also have to When he's have, not there, go bear go is a there. problem. Our she Jad has a floater, Amir has a floater, so does Wahel. Fournier is a defensive liability even though he can light it up. Yeah. In, my, I, in, my opinion, in my opinion, if you want to beat yeah. uh, France or Canada, it's not going to be on pen and paper. It's not going to be... La, I'm, th I'm saying any big okay. game. It's not going to be checking who's the players, yeah. checking who, checking this. It's going to be a, a fucking... I don't know what to call well, it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a dream, a movie. It's exactly. going to be something exactly. out, of the, out of reality. So, heck, it's just checking the roster. I think... Is not something that will give, give us a response to this question. Anna, from my opinion, our goal is to qualify to the Olympics. 
anyway, anyhow, this is our goal. If we win from the group stage, if we win in the classifications game, we, it's something never be done. Uh, yeah. We never did this, and it's the 12, the 16 player, and the coach. This is what we're like focusing on, and focusing on this. You have to remove France, Canada. I'm yeah, just, yeah. we're just working. Today we had practice, tomorrow we have practice. In two weeks we'll have game versus Mexico, and eight weeks we're gonna have against Latvia. We'll see then, Yana. Coach Rad usually also in the playoffs, uh, in Beirut series, that's how we, he goes, Yana. We were up to zero. He gave us a speech one day before the game, and it was like, that's game by game, you know? That's how we live, that's, yeah. uh, we give, uh, my mentor says we live, uh, 40 minutes by 40 minutes, 24 seconds at, uh, at a time. So that's, <laughs> that's how we live. Yeah. That's the right way to approach it, especially in this group of death, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, even if Wemby is not there, let's, let's put things in perspective. <laughs> Wemby was never there. Was <laughs> never, yeah, yeah, but even, even if he is or isn't. If he was there, you'd see him. <laughs> you can't miss the guy. But when you say Fournier doesn't play defense, when you're assuming that everyone on Lebanon's team is going to have the greatest offensive game of their life, yeah. you shouldn't look at what... Uh, who plays good defense on, on France's team. You're going to see how well they play offense. And that, that's why you're saying winning by two. I would, if, if, that ha if that were to ever happen, that game would have to be about 110-108, finish about 110-108. Because, as, as, and I love uh, our defense as a national team, our, uh, Coach Shad finds a way like, to, to get to the players' like, uh, instinctive uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. They fight, all of them, and, and they that's great. The ball. And they do. But when you are going against massive athletes, your best abilities will only work if they are on a really bad day. And that's what you want. And that's what I want. So I'm saying, so you don't look at Fournier's defensive. Uh, look, you know, base, uh, base. We've seen this before. Basketball is a game of runs. If you come out hungry and you keep your foot on the gas and you look poised and you're not satisfied, look, we have a good player. We have an amazing player, just as good as Fadi was, okay? We have chemistry on the team. I love, there's lots of things I love. Haik and Karim have amazing chemistry. For sure. This is a special lineup. Uh, Ali Mansour or Ali Mizhir, uh, pressure the ball. Ali Haider, I don't know how, but he plays with a lot of heart, plays much bigger than he is. Yeah. Jad, when it comes to it, he's going to make shots. Okay, so, yeah, we're going to have to have the best game of our lives. And it's all about belief, I think, Yana. Yeah. In our series um, against Riyadi, we won game one, and we looked like the champs, and they looked like the team that's coming to lose just because we believed. Okay, Jad, uh, what's your opinion about the rosters of Canada and Latvia? Canada, I don't know if some people pulled out of the roster. I heard Jamal or Shai might uh, shy yeah, out. Yeah, Shai might not play. Yeah, uh, so, you know, Canada, you know, you're talking about 20, 25 NBA players. So if it's some or the other, I don't think. But historically, we beat them. Historically, we beat France. So history is kind of... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. They're not setting a precedent if they win, absolutely. I, I, I agree. Yeah, so that's you know. something that ma can make you dream, in my opinion. But uh, I think Canada is the toughest yeah. opponent in this group because uh, physically they're just 
different يعني even France but Canada is already there يعني France is coming there بس شيء از اول ان بي اي فيرست تيم سكند تيم سكند تيم جمال ماري از ان بي اي شامبيون ار جي بارت باي ذا A full roster of NBA players. That's going to be the toughest. Latvia is a problem because Latvia uh, plays uh, together. They played together since yeah. they were kids. Hello, uh, Porzingis is coming. KP or? is playing. KP is playing. KP is with your Celtics. Yeah. He's playing, and they I... are. A very good passing team, by the way. For sure. They have the Bertans brothers too. Mm. Bertans shooting. Malah Porzingis, I can't the problem. he's a Celtic now. ما في يزعلوا ما في بدك زعل نو بس بيست اون ذا كونسبت اوف اف ليتس سي لبنان هاز ذا بيست جيم اوف ذير لايف اند فرانس دوزنت اند ايون انا ام اوف ذا اوبينيون ذات ذا يو اس اي هو از نورمالي ذا هيد اند شولدرز واي ابوف ايفرون ايلس تو وين ات يا اولذو ذا اودز سي ذات اي بيليف ذي ار فيري فونربل تو لوز ايم ود يو ذا روستر دوزنت انكلود وان بلاير هو از هاد World Cup or Olympic experience. Uh, Bi, Bi didn't play last no. World Cup. Oof. No, so I believe they're they're vulnerable. Do you agree? Who do you think has a, an opportunity to actually beat them? And, and Hello, them? Uh, what I don't like about this U.S. roster is uh, the lack of a real FIBA big. يعني Bobby Portis or the guy from the Jazz. They are not FIBA big. Post up player, you mean? مش بوست بيك اند رول شورت رول تو ريد ذا جيم بوست اب ديفنسفلي جيرن جاكسون جونيور جيرن جاكسون فور شور بس هيز نوت ا ديفنسف بلاير اوف ذا يير اوف ذا يير وذ وذاوت وذ ذا 3 سكند رول يعني اي وود جو مور فور بروك لوبيز فور تيم يو اس اي ذس تايب اوف بيجز كان هيلب في كاسلر از ذا جاز يا هول البيجز يعني البيك اند رولر شوت بلوكر رننج ذا فلور اي دونت ثينك ذي كان وين شورت رول اون ذا اون ذا بوست مثل واتس از نيم ويلي ويلي از ا بيرفكت فيبر بيك يا ذاتس وات اي ام سينج 100% بس هيز كان اسمه بالموفي لا خيو 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 And my speculations, they won't make the finals. Because. Or your favorites. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we get there, I know I have some good points to make here. For sure. That are going to change. First of all, they've got Brunson, Hart, and Bridges. Three Villanova NCAA champions. Second of all, you guys are betting against Steve Kerr, a guy that played for Lou Olson, one of the greatest college coaches in history. Phil Jackson, Popovich, has like 28 championships, and he played in AB. <laughs> <laughs> and his assistant, me, Eric Spolster. Mm. What a nice staff. That's an insane staff. Red on Hick, we've got Anthony Edwards coming into his prime. Mm. 
He's like a little Dwayne Wade, potentially. You've got Jalen Brunson, and I know I'm a homer here for the Knicks, but Jalen Brunson, the difference between him and Dame, and Dame struggled in the world with Ebus, is that Brunson has that mid-range, which is the three, the FIBA three, and he has that tight pull-up game that the Miami tried to double him with, and he was able to score. I don't want to go too far into my projection, but I like this team because it has role players, and it has the alpha dogs and the scorers, which are B.I., Anthony Edwards, and uh, Bronson, as but, well as major stoppers like Bridges for the Greek Freak. Uh -huh. And they've got good size. I agree with you, that's their weakest. But I like it. What do you think, Jacques? Uh, it's a good roster, but we're talking about... Uh, we'll look at it in a different angle. We're talking about a country that wants to win the World Cup. So the other countries have the bad, maddest motherfuckers from this country coming to play. As much as those people are good, there is 50. Let's not say 50. There are 10-15 players. There are 10-15 players. They think they are entitled to win this. Those yeah. players are not yet... They don't have this feeling. They, you, you feel me? And yeah, uh, to, uh, to, yeah, to earn. Uh, the yeah. oldest player is Josh Hart. He's 28. But let me ask you a question, this, mm. John. Would you be surprised if they get rid of that idiot cat and Anthony Edwards is an MVP candidate next year? Would you be surprised? I, 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 I would be surprised because I assume an MVP candidate comes out, comes from the top three, four teams of the of any conference, and they're not going to be that. So yes, I would be very shocked. But to answer your question, which I know what you're trying to ask, the players you listed as the strength of this team are great on the world stage if they were the options at least three, four, five, not one, two, three. So you have to have the best player. We talked about this uh, the other day. The best player on this roster is Anthony Edwards. Love the guy. Great baller. Amazing. If he's your number one option, how many players in the NBA today, American, can you name that are better than him? Anthony Edwards, how many players would you take as a team? No, no. Uh, and how, 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 uh, how high will he rank in our fantasy leagues? In fantasy? Would you close to top 12? In fantasy? Fantasy is something else. But let me say one thing before I forget it. Uh, uh, the World Cup, we said it's a one game. It's not a series, so it takes one second of... Exactly. One second of uh, giving up between you and yourself, like we had one second against Real and we lost the four games. Yeah. It takes one second and I, I can see those people giving up for a second against the Greek freak, against Nikola Jokic, against Luka Doncic, because mentally they... Anthony Andrews have been getting smacked for the past two years. He's, re he's ready to, get, yeah. to go home. One of the strengths you mentioned, which is the staff and the coaching staff, they've, they have the maximum period they have to impact these individuals is two months. Okay. But Bronson is there. So, so regardless of how amazing they are, whether it's Kerr, Willis Postra, Popovich, uh, Jerry Calangelo, Libidak, whoever you name, they have a maximum of two months to have any kind of impact on these individuals. And I name them individuals, not a team, because they're not a team. They're individuals who came together to play a game. And it's not uh, an little... Be redeemed team. It's not like a system. You can see they are building. Exactly. 
يعني هذا صار لا بس انه يو كان سي ان ذا ريديم تيم ان ذا دوكيومنتري يو كان سي فروم سمر تو سمر ذي ار بيلدينج هابيتس ذي ار بيلدينج كونكشنز هلا صرنا عم نشوفها تيم يو اس اي اتس جاست اولمبيك فيس يعني الاولمبيكس عم بيكونوا كونتينيوس والورد كابس جاست تو اي سي وات يو جايز ار سينج ماي اونلي بوينت از ذات ذير ار رول بلايرز اند اي لايك ذات اسبيكت ذيس شين باريه مايك ميلر تايبس Bridges, you know, I, I agree with you guys. Like, if we were to take the flip side of this US team, and if we were to look at Spain, Spain has yeah. four or five players that have been playing with each other for more than 10 years. Exactly. Sergio Yule, um, uh, you know, Ricky, Rudy Fernandez is like 39, he's still playing. Victor Claver. Even the Herman Gomez brothers have been in the system for like 10 years, you can say right now. So like five, six years, yeah, they're younger, but eh? I mean, but but international teams, apart from this, and international teams, they start from the under 16, under 19, and then the men's. Yani they, yani what we what we know them what we know about them as pros is only a speck of the actual. Yani uh, let's see. Let's take Team Lebanon. Yani you can you can see you have half of us have played with each other. Yani exactly. hala, if you want to bring even maybe a better player, he might not play as good with us as we are doing together. So this is very important. Spain has this. Serbia has this. The Greece. states don't have Greece has Greece this. Yeah, the states don't have this. That's what uh, I feel. Yeah. That's that's very true. And uh, actually, Spain is a very good. That's 15. Oh, they're so. ranked second, third, fourth, fifth. And they are the champs. Seven. They are the champs. And they're the champs. They're always left to the side. They have bigs. They have vets. And Rubio, for some reason, always comes through. He starts shooting. You know. In the world cup like his his uh, predecessor calderon was it yeah Jose calderon. <laughs> Jose in the nba disappeared he only played when he was in memphis because of pow and toronto yeah. toronto yeah but he was a backup he was not yeah it wasn't like, like, he, he had a career though but he didn't have the career he had in, in international play and international play he became i don't know yeah. <laughs> what do you think Someone as fantastic, as creative as Teodosic. Is it defense? Why do you think? It's not. Hala Teodosic. He's my. He's the guy I look up to and my game the most. Yeah, yeah. since I discovered my Euro love for basketball. But uh, I don't know if you heard about Vladimir Mišić. He was the yeah. Euro League MVP for the past two, the three years. Game. He just signed with the, the Thunder. The Thunder. Ah, the, the, the Thunder. He signed. Okay, yeah. This guy had uh, offers for the past five years to do, to go to the NBA, and he just decided to go because he knew that he cannot make an impact until he has the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. And the NBA will not give you the ball if you are not data-wise. Statistically. Yeah. Da- yeah. Statistically, data, yeah. you are not on the green side yeah. of the... Our friend, he was at AUB too, Ramzi Al-Amin, now he's working data with the Dallas Mavs, and that's the, let's say, the, that's the way. Teodosic, if you look at him, uh, not gifted physically, he needs the ball too much to give you some flashy plays. Nobody will go at 30 years old in the NBA to give you this chance. I think he just went to 
achieve a dream, make some money, and you can see him when he was with the Clippers. He was just there, you know, to enjoy, to have fun. Two years, and I'm back to Europe. Now he's back to Belgrade. He signed back with Red Star. Yani, this is the way. Especially had the insight. Yani, when he went to the NBA. He invested in his hometown team. Now it's growing. Metal, it's valuable. Yeah. He, he lives. He was invaluable. And you can see it's all connected. Yeah. He was not thinking basketball. And yeah. like Prigioni, you remember? Yeah. 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 It's a step in their career. Marcelino Huertas, and they all. Huertas is still on the roster. He's still. He's still on the. Virginia he won. Roster. He won the Euro Cup this year also. Yeah, yeah but, but wait. There's one more. One thing it's about so the wonderful. NBA. The difference between. Between the Euro and the NBA is the number of games they play and the frequency of how long they play. And they play eight to two games, three games in four days, four and five. My so friend, Euro, top teams in Europe, Real Madrid plays 75 to 80 games per season. How many per, like three and four? Three games in four days? And until you play in the weekdays, Euro League game, and in the weekends, Super League. Uh, Spanish League, let's say. But every other week is a double Euroleague week. Oh, okay. So you might play two or three per week. So it's you not as much. You play much. in the 70s. If you don't, you play in like slow 60s. Six, yeah, but you know, it's not as much as the NBA. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's the that's thing, yeah. Oyane. So when uh, Teodosic said he had five, last five years he could have played in the NBA, he's not. Yeah, it's uh, like, uh, yeah, 100%. Games 100%. As, uh, just uh, to, to make it to the playoffs or not. Well, to the bro, phys- physically, it's living on the road is... You know, it's under like the guys should have more props because they're mm-hmm. living on the road. Yeah, and in Serbia, the road was just one day, and we come back, and I was, I was tired. You know, and I'm talking they're leaving home for two weeks, they're leaving home for ten That's days. Why we saw the really high shooting percentage in the bubble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all connected. Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray went on 50. Either it's more than, and you're not just not traveling, but you're playing in the same setup. It's just the shot that is being shot differently, and the thing you things you see, the court you're playing, even the the. I know Zakar in COVID times, I was. A machine, bro. You're in Disneyland <laughs> playing PS, then coming <laughs> you, know, you cannot miss. Why would you miss, bro? Yeah, yeah. It's practice. And you're relaxed, you're eating well. No, Hinebiolo, you have to minimize the distractions. The distractions and the things that change the variables you should minimize the variables when you variable your game that's the only thing that changes that's interesting Jad. how difficult is it to be a professional athlete because i think a lot of kids want to be professional athletes and you know this and i kind of didn't get to live it fully but it's unbelievably hard it is yeah i say this when my friends uh you know get jealous but envy that my, my profession I tell them uh, let's go to your work someday you're working on the laptop and I'll have 10 people commenting on oh look at the space look, <laughs> look at us you know like yeah. just this aspect of being under the radar of being under the flashlight yeah. that's you know, Anna as a as a person it affected me and uh, I grew I started very early and this uh, affected me a lot until I grew up and I understood everything. How do you mean it affected you? You know, at a young age, you go in, 
people are judging you, people are bashing you. Not everybody is ready for this. Like the under-19 team. Yeah, yeah. The under-19, I, I told them they should go see a psychologist, after yeah. the, especially after the Spain game and what happened after it. I know exactly what he's saying. We don't relate because we didn't, they live in the social media age. Yeah. Where you hear everyone's opinion, or you yeah, can read it at least. You can't hear anyone's opinion. On TV and, and you always trusted that you are your biggest critic. Yani yeah. you're, when you have a bad game, you'll shit on yourself, and that's worse than anything anyone Imagine else Imagine this inner voice, li, it said, oh, uh, you are seeing it. Uh, exactly, exactly. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, they were making fun of me on the group for. for, for uh, you know, supporting the under-19 team. That's what we're going to do for everything. So so. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, but it was really bad days. If you saw some of the comments, these, you know, losers, honestly, and I'll say it, these losers are making fun of these young players, saying they're men, this is basketball, whatever. These are 18, 17-year-olds lots of times, and it's messed up. Yeah. And these are your, your you know, you're, you're a fan of the game. Okay, they didn't play that well, but you know what? They gave Slovenia hell, and they almost and won, and they won a game. And sorry, Ramsey, Anas, there's and Spain one... Spain won the championship. There's one thing nobody is talking about, like, they're saying bad results in the World Cup, but those guys, for any reason, they might say they made it for yeah. the World Cup. They finished 15th out of 16. You have great, great national teams, like, Teams who had Wa'al Araj, Ali Shamaon, Ali Mizher, they didn't make the World Cup, bro. We're not ready to play the World Cup, but we did it. And and that's why the the only advice I can give to the the, the famous athletes is you can't read the comments. You cannot people engage with the fans in order to grow their brand. What grows your brand is your game. Your game speaks volumes, that's enough. Well, whoever wants to be on board will join you. Whoever, whoever's not on board is on board and giving you bad comments anyways. You don't... Yes, I think it's uh, everything is a learning process. Yani, social media entered our game, it's been 10 years. Yeah. We're just learning how to deal with social media. Yani, those youngins, yani, when I was 18, I wouldn't dare to post a pic after a game. After, <laughs> yani, it's different. Yani, we are learning to social media and they will learn. Uh, fat ass who's writing about me is not. Uh, he's not gonna guide me or say. You know, he's gonna entitle me for anything. But it's something you learn, and I think it's something you should teach at a young age to not get affected because you are playing under the spotlight. You have to be ready. What I'm saying is, if you are famous, don't interact with. Social yeah, 100%. Interact with social media as in interact with it. And also, in your way. don't read the comments. 100%. The, the comments are there for their satisfaction, yes. not yours. Yes. 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 It will affect you one way, one way or another. But uh, if it's too much positivity, maybe it'll get to your head and you think you're too good and I mispracticed today. I don't get. An MMA fighter, he said, one guy told him, like, I respect your game. He told him, I can't accept this, uh, this uh, compliment, compliment. compliment because. If I let it inside, a downfall will be come after. Exactly. So even the positive comments should exactly. not be accepted like the negative exactly. comments. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. For when sure. It'll get to you one way or another. It'll affect who you are or your but, trajectory. But Hone, we say about education. Yani Hone, you say when you have a nice mentor, when you have a nice support system around you that 
gives you enough, that's when you don't look outside. Like Jamarin. But when you, when you don't have this yeah. mentor, this person who you, who you trust, you will look outside. Or the vet. You will want to look outside. And this outside might be social media, might be anything. Mm. Let's tell the young kids, your, your support system, your mentor, your people you trust, this is the most important to not need anything else. Should be offline, not online. <laughs> Guys, very interesting stuff. Uh, you know, we touched on something very sensitive. I'm glad we talked about it. Uh, let's, you know, finally talk about just who you think is too high, too low. I think Australia is always really low, uh, really low, and I think they're fighters that have a bunch of NBA players. Slovenia, you know, Dragic is old. Uh, Slovenia is purely a one-man team. Greece, I think, are not as good. As and I think. I hope uh, we don't uh, waste the Greek freak with this Greek uh, generation. They usually have very good... No, they don't. You can see from the Olympiakos, Panathinaikos, who are like the motor of Greek basketball. Olympiakos came two, three years back on the European scene just because they created a new Takashov way of basketball you know, they are watching. they are targeting uh, you know not expensive role players that they can max them out using data okay. science like and the money ball mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know it's 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 a nice but it doesn't give money you know, there is no money in greece right now to make players okay. and you can see it from the clubs uh, Results in Euro and it translates with Giannis. And all Giannis 10 years back with Greece, <laughs> they would win the Olympics two times in a row, three times. But he hasn't done well with people. He doesn't, it's, it's, but it's not his fault. It's not his fault. He doesn't have a support system. All the games, what you need around Giannis and FIBA is four Shoot. deadly shooters. Yeah. Deadly. And what's happening every single time he has the ball, three guys are on him. Yeah. yeah because there's no defensive three seconds. Exactly. So and he has the to pass the ball the and they're missing the shots. Are much more physical. So this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. you're talking, uh, they have uh, some players, you know, they point guard the lefty guy. He, he's not good with Jans, you know, they're not compatible with each other. And yeah. that's why I would say to the Greek, if they are listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> just get rid of everybody, keep Jans with a bunch of young kids, and let's see what they do in four years. That's the only way they can compete. France is going to suffer their first loss. Our team. For sure. For sure. Shad Khalil and. How is the. the Simpsons. How come the Simpsons? I don't know. By the way, can I ask? Can I, they, they predicted the Titanic okay. thing. Yeah, can, I, can I say one thing? Has anyone ever went back and checked those actual I episodes? I don't think they happened. Uh, no, what I don't. happened? The Trump escalator. I'm asking. Hold on. It's like. Hold I, on, hold on. I, I know you saw it. But, like, hey, one of the fans, his name is Sharber Saadi. Sharber Saadi asks, I mean, it's not your thing, it's not your call, doesn't it? And of course, you're probably going to give the correct answer. Do you think that the team should have gotten a quintessential center like Diopri rather than a four man like Omari Spaman? I know you haven't seen Omari yet, but. Um, is that something you can answer? For sure, and the answer is very nice. Uh, your best Lebanese center is Ali Haidar. Yeah. Ali Haidar is a special center because he is like a four and a half 
-hmm. you know, not a five, not a four. So you have to keep this into consideration and you have to get somebody that can complement Ali. And Omar, he can be the five and the four and Ali can be the five and the four. So this connection, nobody is the five, nobody is the four. Azzuddin can get into that. This is the thought process yani, of choosing Omari. Later on, when Ali uh, will retire internationally, <laughs> will retire internationally. Uh, Why? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> she sneezed. <laughs> 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 Why are you laughing? I think post Ali Haider era, we can have this argument, but the Ali Haider era, I think. But to answer Sherbil specifically, Diop can't play for us because he's already played for Australia. So and I think he's going to get an NBA contract. Yeah, yeah. No, he's someone like him. Like, like him. I, I think Diop, by the way, is going to get his... He, he's he, playing good. He played for San Antonio. Uh, La San Portland, Antonio. he had 14 and 9 against Wemby. Against Wemby, sorry. Against so that's, inshallah, yeah, Diop uh, to be the second out of uh, the league to go to the league. Right side was the first? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we have another question. Um, I forgot his name. Uh, they were asking, are you comfortable playing the one as a main distributor alongside Wa'ed? Because we, a lot of us fans, think that that would be, you know, kind of our roster maxing out offensively. And Whereas I think. Amir, Amir with Wa'ed. Okay, that's another, you know, an animal that we always see. Yeah. You and Wael, and the, and the this, coach likes to play him. And this combination got us gold in Arab Cup last year, yani me and Wael running the show, and I can understand Wael, you know, like, I can feel him when he's tired, I will take it up. I can feel when he's hot, you know, he, we have a good connections, a good connection, we built it last year in the national team, and I can see it growing, so... I hope we can use it this way, but you know, I see myself as, uh, how to say, I can enjoy the game in many ways. And the last day when you came watching us, I was playing the four, enjoying my big time, my big, my big guy moves. Big uh, so, yeah. And I was, yeah, and I was happy. And sometimes I can get my happiness from scoring. Sometimes scoring zero, getting dishing ten assists. So. I see every game as a new story, and yeah. uh, I can see myself being anybody in this story. Question: uh, Is Wael currently uh, currently uh, currently still inactive because of the injury? Uh, uh, Monday, Jazeen camp. Next Monday will be Wael's comeback to the team. Amazing! Because I was there at the game. I was in Dubai watching live yeah. against Beirut when he went down. Uh, oh, yeah. with, uh, with that injury. Tough good, one. Good to know. Yeah, uh, good to know. Um, Stephanie also wants to ask. Uh, Women can always ask us. Yeah. <laughs> Any question you want. She's a big fan. She says she's a big fan of yours. And why does she think, why Why are you sometimes shy in front of the camera? I don't see that. No, no, no. Shy. I don't know. <laughs> I hope, yeah, man. What kind of camera are you talking about? <laughs> That's what she's asking. Uh, okay, John, last few things uh, since we have you. Um, you know, thanks. Covered everything pretty much. Anna, I still feel we're beginning the episode, so <laughs> it's going that good. Yeah, it's very comfortable. Thank you, Jad. It was a great time. I love it. It was an amazing episode. Days. Thank you for your time. Follow the Nick and Laker show for more content. If you like our content, good luck to our team in the World Cup. 
If you have any questions, anything you want to talk about, check us out on Facebook, Instagram for audio listeners, Spotify. Peace, guys. And I just want to say to good luck for you guys. You're going to have a tough five years in the NBA being Lakers <laughs> and Knicks fans. Lakers fans are good. Jad, I want to say good luck to you. Habibi, thank you. You know, I think we can get two or three wins. And uh, even if we don't get wins, if you are a bride, check phone, I thank you. Habibi. It's great to have you. Great to see you. Thank, thank you. you. Peace.